What's up, manga fans? It's your boy, the Hollywood Kid, back at it again on the Weird Science Manga Podcast, flying solo this week for yet another episode of Luke's Like That Manga, Read This Manga. Hashtag Like That Legion. Oh my goodness. Yes, indeedy. You know, I do like to throw a lot of shade. I mean, Jim is my my arch rival, my mortal nemesis, Nefarious Jim. Uh, but he done good. He he done good, kids, because uh, that is a good nickname. Because uh, he has the the mini manga maniacs, those pelucas over there. Oh my goodness! But the uh, looks like that legion. That's us, the cool kids, hanging out here, uh, talking about very niche manga. Oh my goodness! Yes, indeed. But you know how it is here on Looks Like That Manga. Read this manga. We like to take a look at whatever manga we was discussing on the Weird Science Manga Monday Patreon uh, on the Early Access Manga Monday episodes. Not are not available for free, as they did say last week. Uh, the, ooh, ooh, that was a whoopsie doopsie. Uh, now cut me some slack, okay? It was it was Paddy's week, you know, crazy crazy shenanigans and all that. Oh my goodness. But uh, yes, you do have to spend money. Uh, uh, that's how the Patreon does work. Money's is money's. We all know this. Uh, but just look at all. You could have won. You could have won the early access 14, 14 whole episodes. The complete Manga Monday experience. Oh my goodness. Uh, and all the lineage of shows that we'd be doing. 17 episodes in one month. Oh my goodness, uh, all of those get, as soon as we they're recorded, slapped up there, bada bing, bada boom, nobody's business. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, and, and uh, Jim's talking like a madman. He's talking about new shows all the time. You can't, somebody, somebody put a leash on this man. I can't keep up. Oh my goodness. Yes, so, uh, there you go. Go on to the, go on to the Weird Science Manga Patreon and you can see all that good stuff for yourself. But you know how it is. We like to look at whatever manga that we was talking about specifically this week. Friend of the show's David's. Friends of the show's is David's. Uh, his manga was very niche. Ooh, ooh, David with the niche picks. Oh my goodness. He picked Black Torch out of nowhere. Saucy little number uh, that we, we, we enjoyed. I mean, we, we didn't think it was mind blowing. We saw a lot of similarities uh, with. A lot of our favorites, such as Chainsaw Man, such as Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, and there was a lot of good stuff going on, great art, and great action, but uh, ultimately it was missing that key character component that compels us so. Oh my goodness. Uh, you know if you listen. You know, with me and Jim, it's about uh, it's about two big things. It's about the, the big feels and the school shenanigans. And, and ghost detectives. That's the three big things. So, no, but we do like a, a, a little bit of character. And we felt that was what was missing here. Which is what really impressed me uh, with this series that I'm about to discuss now. How much of a how much of a glow up we witnessed, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. The, the character action here is off the chain. Oh, I was very impressed. Uh, but we're, we're, let's, let's not... Uh, Spill the beans before we get into it. Because, yes, uh, we're going to be looking at something a little even more niche than than uh, Black Torch was, perhaps. But it is the manga known as Heart Gear. So, yes, this is Heart Gear. Chapter 1. Walk this way. 
talk this way. And old people music is going on here. Oh my goodness. Yes, but this is from the talent behind Black Torch, Tsuyoshi Takaki, as the first page says. And this is a manga that is available on the Manga Plus app. Uh, and let me just tell you, ladies and gentlemen, if you're bargain hunting, let me tell you about this. Because we're, what have we got here? Let's see. Scroll all the way down. 30 chapters, well, 29 chapters, and then a bonus little special thing. 30 chapters, pretty much. Uh, all for free? Oh my goodness. What a deal. Because you're on the manga, and you don't need to worry about it. Manga Plus is legit. It's on Front Street. And you got the comments and everything. We do like Manga Plus. Uh, and this is one of my favorite titles on Manga Plus. Um, I used to love it. And now it is, as we said, the 30 updates. And it is currently on hiatus. Uh, we'll get more into that at the end. But it is currently on hiatus. Uh, but, you know, you still have 29 big old chapters. Don't tell Jim. Don't tell Jim how big these chapters are. He'll, oh my goodness. It'll blow his mind. Let me see. The first page, first, first chapter is 74 pages right away. First chapter is 73 pages right away. That scares Jim. The, and then we, we're into the 50s. We're, oh, the 27th. Okay, it's not too bad. So, but you know, if you're looking for a solid read, here we go. Also, it's worth pointing out sci fi series. Wow. Now, there's something you don't see every day. I mean, you do have the likes of, uh, the, the, the battle elitists, I don't know, the, the ghosts in the shells, but they're, you know, they're those ones in the, in the past. We're talking, what's, what have you done for me lately? Am I right? Like, what, what's going on lately? Recently, uh, we haven't seen much of that old sci-fi, that robots, uh, you know, all that sci-fi tech shenanigans. Most of the time it's just demon slaying, ninja hunting, Dr. Doolittling, you know how it is. Uh, so it's a it's an it's a refreshing change of pace, perhaps, and something fresh from Tsuyoshi Takaki here. But we'll kick things off with chapter one. We open as always with crispy color pages, uh, and right away, right away, we're going for big fields because we see a uh, little little cute girl. Her name is Rui, Lou Rui, I think it is. It's R O U E. So I say that as Rui, um, and her her. Corporate Baymax here. He look, you know, you know the dude, Big Hero Six, looks like a big marshmallow with legs. That dude, uh, but he's got like a tie, so he's corporate. Uh, and his name is Zet Zet Oji-san. And we see Zet Oji-san. This is what Rui calls him. Uh, if you Google Oji-san, it's what a, it's the term for uncle, aunt or uncle. Uh, so you, so it's Uncle Zet. You know, it's that kind of. That's that kind of familial relationship going on here. Uh, but we see it's a young little girl and they're reading the picture books, the rice balls, the jelly donuts actions going on here. Oh my goodness. They're talking about family and Rui's like, uh, oh, Zed, are you not my dad? What's going on? Uh-oh. And then Zed says, no, I'm a gear and you're a human, Rui. So strictly speaking, not quite. I mean, uh-oh. Because right away she's seen the family pictures here and you know that's what she wants. Oh my goodness, she just wants the families. And really, I mean, Zed is, is laying it down practically. He's putting it on Front Street. But we all know. I mean, listen, we all know that Uncle Zed is really, that's the family there. But a warm relationship between human and machine. And then we get the big splash page. 
girl encounters the unknown. It's a big, giant, industrial robot right away here. Uh, if you're interested in near automata, very near automata vibes I get off this, uh, like just with the whole Robotech and the rundown landscape, big vibes. Because we see in the next page, uh, this is how the rundown stuff happened. World War Three wiped humanity off the globe. Uh, and leaving behind only devastation. We see Big Boom, uh-oh, 200 years later, uh, Be Kind flash forward. Oh my goodness. And it's a simple little farming farm uh, that does the farming. Uh, and there is there is corporate Baymax, Mr. Uncle Zed, uh, and he's got his farmers, he's got his straw hat on. Hello, hello, Luffy. Uh, and he's doing a little bit of farming. He's doing the tillage, planting the seeds, looking at the soils. Oh my goodness. And then we see uh, cute Rui, all grown up. I think she's like a teenager now. Uh, she's collected the apples. She's got the basket of the apples. Yummy, let's let's try some of this. Uh, apparently it's a little, a little sour. Uh-oh. But, you know, she doesn't like the taste. But Uncle Zed, he don't mind. He's like, they all go in the biofuel compactor and chomp chomp and crunch crunch there you go so you get that they have good good cooperation good relationship already and then Rui's like bam time to go on my daily exploration lose daily exploration uh, and she's very excited about discovering new stuff she's on an adventure uh, and uncle zed says don't be going anywhere too dangerous now young ladies and then she's off bye bye here we go into the big cityscape Everything's run down. You see pretty flowers. Oh my goodness. And then we walk into a building and it looks like that same weird machinery that we saw in the in the first color page, the splash page, a uh, big dome thing. And there's a couple of containers. What's going on? Uh, Rui walks over. She doesn't know what's going on. She sees this computer touchscreen device, wipes off the dust. And then, uh-oh, when she's wiping it off, that activates the, the biometric authentication confirms uh, the human confirmation here. It's very important, and it's subtly played out here, but it's very important that Rui, as the only human that we see in this world, uh, she has a lot of power that she might not be aware of just quite yet. But it starts, you know, activating stuff, powering on, all systems are gold, all systems green, uh, clang, something opens up, Rui's like, what's going on? And then big old fridge man walks up out of nowhere. This is a, <laughs> a a big container, but literally it looks like a dude, a fridge with arms and legs and a big eye in the middle. But not in a creepy way. It, it just, it looks goofy more than anything else. And he turns around and he looks at Rui and he's like, are, are you the one that activated me? Strange little girl. I am a fifth generation experimental gear. Designation Chrome. Uh, but currently my base program has not been configured. As such, all functions are substantially restricted. In order for Windows to boot up here, you need to uh, execute the commands. You need to input a base program. That's what he's telling Rui to do. And Rui's like, what? So she doesn't know what's going on. So Corporate Baymax uh, is going to have the answers, she hopes. She brings it back, brings it back to Uncle Zed. Uh, and she's like, what do I do with this, this whole thing? She tells him the whole story. And then Zed is like, oh, this must be the way a father feels when his daughter brings home a boyfriend. Uh-oh, trouble in paradise. Uh-oh. But he says more like a, like a straight dog, really, because this, this fridge man here, Chrome, is a blank slate. 
he doesn't even have his base program, so he there, he has no personality here. As we are going to see, Uncle Zed is looking at him, he's like, I've never seen a gear like this, very interesting. And then what about the whole base program thing? That's when Zed says, I'll explain it. So just as the scissors are made with the intent of the cuttings, gears are without exception made with some sort of goal. That is the base program. Zed's base program was to be academic research originally before the world got all blown up and stuff uh, and his his program was to observe and investigate uh, so he's observing and investigating Rui uh, and he's, he's learning about the human lives he thought that he was teaching her turns out she was teaching him oh my goodness Jim would love this already but yeah that's the way he's pretty much saying poor old fridge chrome here hasn't got a soul he doesn't have the base program, so it's not like he, he doesn't even know what to do. He doesn't have a personality at all. He doesn't know anything. In other words, the base program decides how a gear will live their life, their existence itself. Uh, and this is where we get a thing now, like, and it's kind of deep, because we do get from, from Zed here, he says, the whole thing about a gear is their base program. That is their whole life. It's their purpose, but it is also their curse. They can't escape it. Uh-oh. And Rui's like, a curse? Don't, don't like the sound about that. Uh-oh. All this expedition brain dump here, uh, it over, <laughs> it, it, it's a bit too much. It overloads poor, uh, poor Chrome here. He falls down because he's just been booted up, but he, he hasn't had energy in a long time. So he needs to be snacking down on the fruit as well. So they give him some apples. He converts it into the biofuels. Uh, and then he's just sitting there. And it's nighttime in the forest. And he's sitting there with Uncle Zed, and obviously he can't go into the barn, the farm barn, because he's a big fridge, and the door isn't that, either. He's, he's huge, the door isn't that big, even Zed, Zed is pretty tall, but uh, Chrome is even bigger, so he's just sitting outside, and because the gears don't need to do the sleepings, like the humans, they're just looking at the stars, he's got a microscope and Uncle Zed is looking at the stars, that's what he does every time Rui is asleep. And then he's explaining, like, I like looking at the stars, uh, but they're interesting, not as interesting as Rui. I mean, like, this girl, this girl is crazy. She lives every day, and she does new discoveries, new stimulations all the time. She's eating the apples that she doesn't like, and she shows so many different expressions. So for an academic gear, like, like Uncle Zed here, he's always learning from her. He's doing the teachings and she's doing the teachings. Oh my goodness. And he says, in that sense, I feel that Lou is far lovelier than the stars in the sky. Aw, aw, Baymax, heart of gold here. My goodness. And then he's like, you know what? You know what, Fridge, Mr. Chrome? How about you try living with us here? I mean, like, you're, you're a blank slate, but you, you could you could do some stuff here. Why not? And, and, and Chrome-san is like, hmm, me? And then we get a little bit more background here as Zed explains that around 200 years have passed since the Great War that destroyed humanity and brought down civilizations, World War Three. All humanity wiped out pretty much, just the gears that's left. And some problems happened, as you can imagine, uh, because the gears take the orders from the humans. No humans, big problems. Insane units, apparently. These are gears that haven't been maintained or repaired uh, and it's damaged their, their software. And, you know, they've gone nuts. And they're all big war machines. We see a big tank here. The spider tank. And you can imagine that's probably doing some damage. Oh. 
So that explains that he's all right because he has his base program. But a lot there's a lot of bad guys. There's a lot of bad gears out there. Uh, but for Chrome, he's a blank slate. He doesn't have the war programming or anything. He has no base program. So he doesn't need to worry about going crazy just yet. And he's like, you know, don't be worried about going nuts. You've got a whole life worth living. How about thinking about the lives? You know, you might be interested in what sort of answers you learn. Oh my goodness, you could be learning too. Wow. And Chrome's like, whoa, big picture. I get to decide my life. What is going on here? This is all news to Chrome. But then we are in the next day. It's laundry time, washing down in the rivers, au natural style. And Chrome is giving Rui a hand here doing the laundries. He's thinking that it's so weird that they wear the clothes. And what's with the underwears? Fridge don't get the underwears. You know how it is. And then the underwear flies away. Uh-oh. He's like, oh, because his, his goal here, his base program is to protect the clothes, protect the laundry while Rue's doing the washing. Uh, and then when one of the, one of the undies gets, gets blown away in the wind, he goes chasing after it. And then, uh-oh, he lands on top of Rui. A big fridge now. Like, you don't want that. That's Squish City. You don't want that happening. Uh, but then we see it's okay. He he protected, he uses his arms to, to cushion the fall. He protected Rui. Uh, and he explains, you know, my initial goal was to save the undies. Uh, but then when I was about to fall over and, and, and squish you, then I learned that I had the higher objective of prioritizing Rui's life. So I made sure that no squish city happened. Uh, but he explains it all in, you know, robot language. Uh, but this is just hilarious to Rui. She's like, oh my goodness, all that craziness just for a pair of undies. Oh, jeez, can't believe this. Chrome's like, I don't get it. She's laughing. She's doing the emotions. She loose smiles often. He he sees, he, he learns too. He's learning all the different things that makes her happy. When the weather is nice. Uh, when she finds something new, all this discovery, happy days. She's reading the books and it makes her cry. Uh-oh, must have been Jim reading the Hero Davis. Uh-oh. And then he says that he asked her what made, what was so sad about the book? What was, what was the data that was making you cry? And she sat and talked to him for about two hours about how amazing the story was. So maybe, maybe they should set up a podcast. I mean, they have a good, good back and forth going on here. Oh my goodness. But yeah, it's just him witnessing all the crazy stuff that Rui does, eating apples, going runnings, falling overs, oh no. And then she ends up baking the apples to get rid of the sour taste. Ooh, super sweet. And then she's eating them and it's big smiles. And it's just, it's family, it's little house on the robot prairie here. They're just a family shenanigans playing, playing badminton out of nowhere. I don't know where they got the rackets and the shuttlecocks. Oh my goodness. In the apocalypse. Uh, but yeah, they're having great fun. And then the sun goes down and they're walking home. And, and we get a sense here that Zed is hanging out with it, with Rui. Yeah. But he wants to teach Chrome as well how the, how the family works because he, he whispers something to, to little Rui's ear and, and she's like, no, we can't do that. That was when I was little. And she's all blushing. And he's like, oh, no, it's fine. It's experience is pretty important for Chrome. We have to teach him these things. And then you get a sense that she said, I have a request, Chrome-san. And then you see, oh, my goodness, this is just the cutest. She she holds on to uh, Baymax, Uncle Zed's hand, and then she reaches out for Chrome's hand. And then they do walking alongs, just like in the picture books. And they, they swing them, the, the two parents swinging the little kid's hand. Oh my goodness. Just like the first page. And it's big fields. And this is a moment that no dialogue, just 
just a cute moment. And really, of course, like you're like, look at happy families. I mean, like you love it. What could go wrong? Everything is just coming up daisies. And the sun said, oh my goodness, let's, let's just keep it like this, please. Of course, it's only page 40 of 73. So you know that there might be some bad stuff along the way. The next day, we do see uh, Chrome San doing the tillings. In the farmings, and uh, and he he, he radios into that, and he's like, "I've done all the tilling of the surfaces. This is my fourth round. I'm all done." And Zed's like, "Oh no, you've done enough. You're you're free to go. You can do whatever you want." Chrome's like, "Well, I don't really, <laughs> I got no base programming, so I'll just sit here and wait for you." And Zed's kind of worried. He's like, "Oh, this poor old Chrome. I'm trying to give him a bit of freedom, you know, like by leaving him by himself, but he still hasn't clicked." Uh, he can't do anything without that base program, so he still he still doesn't have that freedom yet. And then we notice things get a little bit more grisly. Bambi's mom shows up out of nowhere, or no, I suppose this is male. So, but he's it's a dead deer. I mean, problematic. I don't know. And this is this is where we get crime scene investigation from Baymax here because he notices, uh oh, single attack to the stomach, blown right through. It's been recent. It's not like rotten or anything. This is recent. And it's pretty clear that this was from a uh, rogue, insane uh, gear. There, there's problems. They are, they are going to be having problems. So Zed says, hmm, maybe we should get going. You know, Chrome Coon's going to be waiting us back at the farm. It's almost sunset. Let's get out of here. And then, uh-oh, too late. Turns around, big, scary gas mask. Looking like a dude out of the kill zones here. Comes up, big, tall tall drink of water. Uh Uh-oh. And he starts speaking code, like, I think Japanese kanji here as well. So uh, he's crazy. They don't understand him. And then straight away, before they can even do anything, boom, there goes the arm. Zed's arm gets blasted off with a shot from this crazy, insane gear. And Rui starts to panic here. This is something that she hasn't experienced before. And Zed's trying to explain that right now, it's we got to take things calm, or else it's going to be bad news. He's explaining that it's a combat gear, and he's gone insane. So we got no chance of, you know, peace talks or anything here. This is this is bad. Escaping together is impossible. He is in a combat-built gear, but he's going, to do, he's going to do what he can to buy her some time. He's going to put his life on the line to let her run. And of course, as you can imagine, Lou does not want this. She doesn't want to leave without her Baymax. And that explains that there are always things that you should prioritize. And to me, you're most important. So live, Lou. Oh my goodness, she's tearing up. Oh jeez, oh jeez, we're going for big fields. And then back at the farm, Krogs just looking at the trees. He's wondering, the trees grow the apples. Uh, like, just out of instinct, they just grow them sour apples. So when do I get the instinct? When do I get to live free like the trees? Uh-oh, and then we see maybe sooner rather than later. Because Rui comes running, tears in her eyes, and she runs up to Chrome and she's like, Oh no, oh no, Chrome, oh whoa, it's me. Poor, poor Zed, he's he's with an insane gear, and, and he helped me get away, and oh no. And then we see we turn around, uh-oh, the insane gear has arrived, and he's just staring at him. And then he chucks Zed's decapitated head. And just, oh, jeez. I mean, Rui's on the ground. She's just in tears, inconsolable. Chrome's looking at her. And this is a very cool page. I saw this earlier, and I posted it on the Slack chat. But this is a very cool page. It's a splash page of Chrome, of the fridge. 
but and it's his internal monologue as he's kind of breaking down everything that's happening here. But it's inside him. It's internal monologue, literally. Oh my god, I've never seen anything like this. It's very cool. Uh, once again, the art from uh, Tatsuki here, very impressive. But we do see he's thinking, what, what am I going to do? He's processing it. He's like, okay, as I am now, as the fridge, I can't eliminate this rogue gear. I can't handle this. What should I do? I have to prioritize human life, but I'm not able to do it in this form. And he's struggling. He's like, his processors can't handle this. He's going crazy. And it's, it's all panic stations where he's crying. The insane gear is about to go shoot city. And that's what happens. Bang! Hole right through the fridge. He goes down. Clang. Oh, jeez. Rui, Rui's just having a very bad day now at this stage. And then that's when we notice, boom, here we go. A fist punches out the fridge. And, and Rui's just like, what? And then Chrome pops out. The real Chrome. Uh, or maybe like Prime Chrome. I don't know. Uh, and he says, I've decided that. I considered it properly and made up my mind. Listen, Rui, no matter what happens from now on, I will continue to protect you. I'll make it my base program. Oh, my goodness. And this is big, big dreamboat, big upgrade from the fridge. Oh, my goodness. This dude looking like, looking like the One Punch Man, Janos. He's with the, with the blonde hair. Uh, and he's got, like, the wires coming out of his neck. Uh, but he's looking after Dreamboat here. My goodness, where where was this guy hiding in the fridge? Oh, wow. Uh, but he does say, I'm going to make protecting you the base program. Uh, will you acknowledge? He needs the final AOK from Rui to get that base program lift off. I need your approval, Lou. And that's when Lou, Rui, she's thinking, this is what the base program is all about. Uh, but she's thinking, it is, it is, as Zet was saying, it is an inescapable curse. But it's also, this is, this is not really a curse. This is a choice. Because Fridge San here, Chrome, he has made the choice to protect Rui, to uh, live on in Zed's footsteps, and to make protecting Rui his goal. And that's when she shouts, yes, please. And that is activated by Battle Systems Online. Kick ass operation protocol activated. Base program sense complete. He will eliminate the threat, and he looks like he's about to he's about to get down to business. Oh my goodness! And we do get some very cool action pages here. He's like a ninja kicking, punching machine. Absolutely dismantles this uh, this insane gear in short order and knocks him out. Rips off the arms. Head <laughs> head gets knocked clean off. Oh man! Threat elimination complete. Yes, indeed. And Rui's just taking it all in. She's like, oh my goodness, Chrome-san, I thought you was a fridge. Turns out you are a dreamboat ninja man out of nowhere. Oh my goodness. And and she's thinking, wow, if Uncle Zed, Oji-san could see you, he'd be so surprised. And Chrome's like, oh, I don't think Uncle Zed would be like that. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't like that kind of guy. But Rui, Rui goes for one last bit of feels here because she's like, oh no, no. That would actually be what Zet was like. He liked to do the readings with me and he liked to do the learnings. He was always learning just like me. Uh, his face always looked the same, but he actually made lots of expressions. He'd laugh, he'd get angry, he'd get surprised or embarrassed, worried, confused or sad and cry. And then, oh, 
here we go. We have Rui crying here. A beautiful color page on page 66 of 73. Sometimes you get this with Magnum Plus, where they, like, for maximum feels, they hold back that color page until you least expect it. And then they hit you, and it is an automatic KO here. Because we have, oh my goodness, Rui's got tears in her eyes. And this is it. This is exactly what me and Jim was talking about. Right here. Big feels. Big feels all day. And this was what was missing in Black Torch. We said that, and it is here in spades, as you can see. Another nice little touch. You do look at the jacket, and she's got the Black Torch logo on her jacket. Little shout out. I understand that reference. Oh my goodness. Yes, indeedy. But Chrome is kind of looking at this, and he's learning from Rui once again. And he's like, this is no good. This is just the sort of thing that would make Uncle Zet worry. So he picks up the head, <laughs> and then <laughs> he, he smashes it open. Oh no, is this Mortal Kombat? What's going on? And Rui's like, don't be, don't be doing that, please, Chrome's hand. Oh jeez. And then Chrome's hand lifts out a little cube from the skull and he hands it to Rui. And he says that this is Zet's core unit. It's like the, it's like a notification going off. Oh my goodness. It's like the, the heart and soul. It's the brain of a gear. And it's here that Zet's main AI and all his memory and personality data rest. This is the essence of Zed right here. And by the looks of it, it's undamaged. So if we can find a compatible body, we may be able to restore Zed. Now we do know that Zed is, is not a war type gear. He is the academic gear. So there might not be a lot of those types around these days. But if they can find a compatible body, they might be able to get Uncle Zed up and running again. And he hands it to Rui. And he's like, what will you do, Rui? And Rui looks and she thinks... And she says, I want to see him. I want to see OG-san again. And there we have it. That sounds like a little adventure quest we're about to go on. Oh my goodness. Chrome says, I feel the same. Uh, so once you're all packed and ready to go, we're going to go. We're going to go find him a new body. I don't know when we can come back here. Is that all right? Yes. Oh my goodness. Sounds like an adventure to me. Her decision opens the door to their journey. Oh my goodness. And that is the end of the chapter. And a solid little first chapter that was. Oh my goodness. We do see massive improvements here from Black Torch. And Black Torch does have kind of like the cult following. So I would really recommend that if you do like Black Torch, definitely give this a go. Because all the things that we liked in Black Torch are here once again. The cool art. Uh, I, the, the art works really well for this kind of robot uh, wasteland aesthetic, the, the near, near Tabata action going on here. And the action is all very well, especially towards the end as, as the fists start flying. But really the main thing here, as I, as I hope I've got across, is that emotion, that character that was missing in Black Torch. And for the most part, now they had some fun characters, but for the most part, it was missing this core connection, uh, that was really strong here with Rui and the big feels. I mean, like the family holding hands and then the color page at the end with the tears. Oh, my goodness. A lot of moments. And it's why this is a 73 page. And it is a little slow at the start because a lot of a lot of pages is spent just building up that like family, Uncle Zed, and then Chrome the fridge out of nowhere, building up that family dynamic here. And, and that makes it all the more upsetting then when 
trouble comes a-knocking, as it usually is one to do, and they're going down, and you feel for them. Yeah, R.I.P. B-Max. Oh, jeez. Uh, and it's, it's, it's big sad. But it is the catalyst to what makes Chrome bust out of his outer shell, his big fridge, and become the robot ninja we know he is. Uh, and, it, and then we have the little quest set up. So it's a tiny little package, you know? You get your characters, you get your fields, and you get your, your goal. You get your big quest, your big objective, uh, and where to go next. So tiny little package, great little chapter here. And the start of what is a very fun little sci-fi series. We go on lots of adventures, we meet other robots, we go to like uh, a robot fighting coliseum. Where the base program is all the, they all they know is the fightings. That's what they do, and it is a big quest, and it's a lot of fun. Unfortunately, it's currently on hiatus, as I did mention at the start. We have a little illustration here, the most recent update on May twenty sixth, twenty twenty. It says, and it's written from Tsuyoshi Takaki himself, and he says to all my readers, thank you very much for continuing to follow Heart Gear. Recently, I have suffered poor health, so I've decided to take some time off, just in case I will note that it's nothing so serious that requires hospitalization, so please don't worry about that. I'll get myself in good shape so that I can start up again in full health. I'm very sorry to those who were looking forward to it, but I hope you can wait a little while. So that was just under a year ago now that that was posted. Uh, So, not out of the realm of possibility that Heart Gear could make a return. If you go onto the uh, Takaki's Twitter, actually, he does a lot of sketches and stuff. So he might be, you know, building back up, getting back into the swing of things. Uh, and I would very much hope that's the case because I do have a lot of fun with this series. It is one of my favorite reads on Manga Plus. Uh, and it could be yours too. I mean, you get the whole 30 chapters here, uh, all for free, all legit, all on Front Street on Manga Plus. Uh, and I do think it is well worth your time to check it out. You know, I could go as high as 9.2. I, I would go for 9, but I think that little color page, that little that little extra flare, big feels, right, right at the end, I could go 9.2 out of 10. Uh, really solid little read. And it gets two robo thumbs up from me. Oh my goodness. Thank you for listening to Luke's Like That Read This on the Weird Science Manga Podcast. Now you gotta do three things. Before you go, before I let you go, number one, head on over to at Weird Manga on the Twitters and follow us and we will follow you back. That is the weird science way of doing business. Uh, and it is, of course, your one-stop shop for all the latest and greatest manga news. Oh boy. Uh, number two, while you're at it, you will notice that on the Twitter we have a link to our weirdsciencemanga at gmail.com email address. And through that you can send us all of your questions and your queries. Uh, you will read them all out as we do. You send us in your top sevens, send in your requests, and you might get added to the Manga Monday recommendation list. Oh my goodness. And last of all, last but not least, check out the Weird Science Manga Podcast Patreon where you can get access to the full Manga Monday experience. 14 early access episodes with new episodes added every week for your listening pleasure. It is just that easy. But I want to thank everybody for listening and to stay tuned to the Weird Science Manga Podcast for more manga goodness.